Welcome to the Vinnie Rock Podcast. Podcast. I took the blows and did it my way. It's time. The Vinnie Rock Podcast. What's up, y'all? It's the Vinnie Rock Podcast. I just got this new Apollo Twin I'm working with. I'm probably going to be doing the podcast on this for now on if I have someone in the studio or I'm doing it myself either fucking way before we get to the podcast. Today we have a buddy of mine, Zeke, man. He is, um, how do you say, we've been in the circle for a while. I've ran into him several times, but his company is now sponsoring the podcast. It's called Modern Gun School. Uh, you can check him out on Instagram at Modern Gun School or you can go to www.mgs.edu. They do take the GI Bill. They do take the revoke pro the the voc rehab program, uh, and you can do it from home. It's all remote. You can become a gunsmith from home, fully accredited. Pretty fucking awesome. Just wanted to let you guys know. I'm gonna have him on. He's gonna talk more about that later. But let's get to the other sponsors of the podcast. Core Medical Group. Oh yeah. Telemedicine, baby, we're in a new era here with this coronavirus. It's changed some things. Now you guys can go get evaluated by doctors online. Hit up Core Medical Group. Go get your blood work done. They're going to hook you up with some good deals right now, this month. Hit them up now. Core Medical Group, it's testosterone replacement therapy. If you're listening to this and you're a dude and you're not on testosterone, I would recommend that you go get your blood work and make sure that you don't need to be on testosterone. But that's just me. I'm always trying to make sure all the goods are, are still good. Beyond clothing, you guys, I keep saying it. Quality, quality shit. They got some new pants that just ordered some. I'm excited for them to get in. It is beyondclothing.com. Hit them up. Promo code Rocco. You already know. Get your 10% off whenever you're ordering something from that place. 10% is pretty significant. Hit them up. Beyond Clothing. Willie, Pete's, Chocolates. Still doing his thing. Working hard during the coronavirus uh, craziness. You guys help a brother out. Go buy some chocolates from at williepeatschocolates.com. Perseverance Survival, home of the original Whoopi hoodie. You already know, and Ranger panties. I'm falling more in love with the Ranger panties than the Whoopi hoodie. Right now, the weather's starting to turn for me. I'm about to head to LA, and so it's Ranger panty time. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> GMR Gold, subscription based gold right now in front of me. I just got a bunch of silver quarters. I got some silver dollars. I got all kinds of cool things. I'm going to take them home to the kids, and we're going to check them all out. I even got a nice little fancy gold piece. Beautiful looking motherfucker. I love it. You guys check them out whenever you get a chance. GMR. Oh my God. I just threw up my mouth. GMRgold.com. Hit them up. Bullion box. 100, 200, $300 subscription based boxes delivered straight to your freaking house. I recommend you try it right now. Is a good time to be collecting on some gold and some precious metals. Cause you never fucking know. Thinking of that, I'm watching a really cool show on Netflix that talks about gold. Either way, um, Let's Singers Whiskey. You guys already know we're doing Let's Singers Whiskey hand sanitizer. It's not a whiskey. It's hand sanitizer. Hit them up. Um, you already know. Info at letsingerswhiskey.com. If you guys want to order a case, if your fire department, your police department, your, your medical facilities, anyone's looking for hand sanitizer, well, if we can supply it for you, we would love to. Go check it out. Warfighters Tobacco, they'll ship you cigars directly to your freaking house. You're going to love it. They got some great cigars. I love them. I'm probably going to smoke one tonight. Alpha Elite Supplements. 
Uh, go check them out. Rocco15 for, for a discount, 15% off. Don't forget my nonprofit, Hero Sports. It's the best. We do sports. If you guys are interested in doing sport anywhere near you, let me know. We want to kind of grow and branch this out. So hit up Hero Sports. We can do a lot for you guys. I promise you. Last but not least, yo, easy, no, seller. That's from a rap song. Barry Law. I want you guys to check out Barry Law because seriously, uh, Barry Law is doing some cool stuff for the community. And these are legitimate veterans who are, I mean, they're found, it's, it's veterans who are lawyers, right? It's founded by a team of veterans for veterans dedicated to serving the fellow veterans in their fight for disability benefits. Going through the VA appeal process can be a difficult and confusing time, but you don't have to do it alone. Go hit them up. If you guys want a free book, please go hit this up and get your free book. You might as well get your damn book. Go to ptsdlawyers.com backslash Rocco. There's a story on there for you. Talks about me. Hit them up. You guys, here's the podcast. What up, what up, what up? See, this is what I did wrong already. <laughs> I'm so loud. It's already rolling. We're rolling. I'm That's so cool. loud <clears throat> that I have to put this filter in front or else I'm going to. You got the pot filter? Yeah, dude, because. Uh, I've got to... one, but yeah. I don't use it because I found out the Beats microphone is better than the, the crappy little. Yeah, you, you spent a hundred bucks on one of these pieces of shits and uh, yeah. they're too sensitive. Exactly. That's, That's what I need to go get one of those setups. What up, what up? All right, Zeke, my man Zeke here on the Vinny Rock Podcast, dude. We we met, we actually started talking more when you were the host of yeah. uh, the show for Discovery Channel. What was that, that name called? Master of Arms? Master of Arms, yep. It was and funny, funny how... Like, I think I've seen you throughout social media. You're right. We kind of yeah. dabble in the same spaces. Yeah. And and then all of a sudden I see the show going on. I see you. I'm like, holy fuck. And we talked too. You said, Hey, I got yeah. something going on. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, man. Good shit. Right. Oh yeah. And then I'm releasing a show soon called brothers in arms on the history. Yeah. Channel. <laughs> You're releasing a show called fucking uh master of arms on discovery channel and i'm like oh fuck here we go we're, we're gonna be competing against each other just based on the fucking names are close yeah. or fucking stupid they you yeah. know whatever it says arms and arms are all the same thing and so it was kind of a funny thing we both went through a very similar struggle with television and contracts and i guess like um you know uh you know i guess false promises yeah big letdowns in there. Oh yeah. It's just a weird world of, of film and television and how it all works, but that's how we started connecting more. Yeah. Yeah. I think the first time we ever interacted was like seven years ago when I had the talking lead podcast with Marty and we had Matt on and we were doing this like select fire. We were trying different styles and we started using the Google hangouts and Matt's on and then JT sits down and then you and I can't remember who else walked and y'all sat on the couch in the back and y'all were like bouncers. I was like, who's the big guys in the back? And Matt's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's just my entourage, you know. Yeah. But that was like the first interaction we ever had. And then, like you said, kind of in the same circles. Yeah. You know, crossing paths at SHOT Show or whatever else we had. And then one of the coolest things that I wanted to bring up is, you know, I get this TV show, like my entire life, I always dreamed of being an actor or doing something. Yeah. Media. That's why I did the talking lead and podcasts and all this other stuff. And you give me a call. I'll never forget. I was at a steakhouse and you're like, give me encouragement. Tell me different, you know, tips and advice. Yeah. 
yeah, man, if we could do some cross promotion, that's when you're like, well, <laughs> yeah, discovery and history don't don't mix. They don't mix at all. I mean, really, our show was forged in fire with guns and archery added to it. Oh, uh, for sure, hundred yeah. percent. And and that's uh, you know. I don't know how many of those shows will work when you just kind of take from another show and yeah. try and recreate it. It just doesn't, it's, you already, uh, it's not a, a built for success already. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had built in trolls before the first episode. Ever. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Dude, and so did I, my show, right? Like originally when I pitched my show, um, <clears throat> it was meant to be a fun dude show, man, like flying helicopters, yeah. shooting things out of the helicopter, freaking flamethrowers, freaking just ridiculously fun, blowing shit up, building cool stuff. Yeah. And obviously um, you lose control when you, when you take it to network and network kind of yeah. put their spin to it and it lost all its originality of what I wanted. Mm. And it became, you know, this fabricated version of me, which I hate, right. Yeah. I hate, I hate having to play the game. I actually, it became a blessing when the show didn't get picked up for season two yeah. and got pulled off the air after five episodes. It was right. a blessing. Cause I was like, as much as I saw life changing dramatically, if it was a success, right. I would have always had to play a weird version of myself and not the authentic it, side. Yeah. It, and that hurts. It's weird how they do that too. Cause well, cause they think they know what works, but it's yeah. like, ah, you guys are a lot older than our world of social media entertainment side of life that we've grown accustomed to and kind of understand better. Right. They're grown accustomed to the old school version of television that, that wasn't digital and, and tr dude, me and Eli, I mean, we're, we're a social media freaking beast. If they, if you let us free. Yeah. And we created multiple different social media plans and ideas to freaking behind the scenes, caveats to it in episodes, all this different stuff. And they kept saying, no, 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 no. It was too uncomfortable an idea for them. Yeah. This well, is the first time I'm speaking about that. Well, and I even told them, you know, we would have sit downs with the producers and they'd be like, we, we want you to be more straight laced and stuff. And I'm like, Dude, some of the comedy that we're throwing out to these contestants, we had the cameramen like buckled over laughing. Yeah. All yeah. of it got cut out and they edited it. I was this robotic yeah. game show host. And I'm like, I didn't do that like that. They'd show one move of me like saying something. And then all of a sudden I'd watch it. And then that move started. And then other lines I said throughout the show were happening. I'm like, yeah. that's not when I said that. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing, dude, because they cut out a lot of the organic, honest stuff in my life yeah. and, and my personality. And they put in the fabricated, like, Oh man, how are we going to get this to work? Look, man, I have five dudes who know what they're doing. Not me, but yeah. my gunsmiths know what they're doing. I'm not worried about that shit. Yeah. Dude. You know, all I wanted yeah. them to build it. What I thought was fucking cool. <laughs> Let's go fucking shoot this thing. And I'm going to yeah. throw some social media behind it. And we're going to fucking sell more, or we're just going to get like fucking a lot of views. Right. It was just yeah. about like having a good time. Yeah. And I had a fight for the, did you, did you watch the show at all? Did you get it? Yeah, I watched all, all five of them. So there's yeah. a scene with my daughter and she wanted to quit um, wrestling. Yeah. She yeah. did for a minute, but that was such a real scene and they wanted to cut it. What? You're not cutting that shit out. Like, yeah. that's like this is a day to day fight with me and her about like, what's she going to do? This girl's like, she's ranked. She's a state champ currently. Like, nice. An incredible wrestler. 
yeah. for years, bro. And she goes, nah, I don't want to wrestle no more. And, and it's this weird time as a dad where you're like, wait a minute, you're <laughs> this to just give it up and go try anything else. Let's talk about it. Yeah. And caught that scene where she cried because she knew she was going to wrestling practice. And, 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 uh, and they were like, I don't know. I'm like, fucking use it. Yeah. It was real. Like, why the fuck? We're doing reality TV or we're doing scripted. Like, well, let's fucking remember this. And me and the line producer, we fought for it, man. And it's this funny thing that network itself is ran by a lot of elders. Like, I would say mm-hmm. elders. And you're talking 50s, 60s, you know, 50s, 60s range, you know, oh, yeah. late 40s. And you know, they all have their own opinion on what is going to be successful, but no one really has the fucking answer. There is no actual like algorithm that's going to be like, this show's going to be a success. Yeah. They're just trying to trust what's happened in the past and trying to keep it on that path, which is like, exactly. I get it. It's the safe bet, but fuck man. I mean, why do you think a lot of networks are having trouble right now? Because digital platforms are taking over and they're yeah. taking fucking major risks, dude. Well, I think the biggest thing is with social media now, people's bullshit meter is off the charts. They know when stuff's fake now. You know what I tell people, dude? Yeah. You're going to know this, right? Yeah. When we first started doing social media, the the outlandish and fake and bullshit was the best. Yes. And years later, we're like, oh, that's fake. Yeah. It's now it's not even interesting. People figure it out. Yeah. We're like, that's not even fucking cool anymore. Fuck, that's fabricated bullshit. Where's the real motherfuckers now? Yes, exactly. We're all searching for that truth now, dude. Yeah, it's crazy, man. The weirdest thing to me from the show was, you know, I, I laid that out to him. I'm like, people's bullshit meter is off the charts. Let us yeah. be us. Like Nick, Nick had these little bitty parts on the show. He was like our, our final tester. He was yeah, the right. surprise he, ranger he's, guy. He's the, he's the, he was your expert. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, they barely showed the stuff he said or his input after he tested the weapon. And then all of a sudden, boom, we flipped and it's just the three of us talking. Yeah. Which is, which is weird because you would want to get the expert information and people don't know Nick, Nick is Nick Irving. He's also known Mm -hmm. as Reaper 33. One of the books he wrote about, um, he's a a well-known sniper in the special operations community. And he's now he's a, he's a, incredible writer for uh, nonfiction or fiction novels, right? Or something like that. Yeah. Fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And so, you know, you want to get the words of advice from a guy who's kind of known for shooting. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He would just test them. And every now and then we'd have like a quick little blurb of his input. Yeah. And boom, it's like, we, there's a reason in the final. Yeah. There's a reason. Yeah. They, I believe that network television has a vision of what they believe they should be seeing on TV and some yep. things they don't feel visually fits the bill. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of issues with me being tattooed, yep. right? As much as tattooed as I am, right, exactly. Yeah. It's always like, mm, I wore a V-neck once, bro, before the show aired, I wore a V-neck and, I'm, and, I, yeah. and I took a picture and posted it. They said, hey, you think you can take that down for just a few more weeks? I'm like, no, 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 I'm not. And I fought with them. And then I moved my family from fucking El Paso to Texas and I wore a tank top because it's hot outside. Yeah. Now you see everything, the full chest blasted, you know? And I posted a picture again. I said, I'm going to tell you right now, you're not fucking touching my social media. You're not paying me enough to fucking control my social media. Now, if you're paying me fucking 200,000 a year, I'm going to say, all right, I'll play the game for a little bit. You know, (laughs) they're not, you know? And so it was this weird space where like, I have to play the game because I do want the show to air because in my head, after season one, if it was a fucking great success, renegotiations of contracts, I gained control again. 
Yep. That's in my head. I'm like, I'm like yep. all right, I'll, I'll gain control if this is a success. And dude, and if you look at the numbers, the plus threes and plus sevens, it was a success. Yes. Same with us. It, it was a success, but yep. it was, it was just the gun conversation is such a sensitive subject in Los, in, in America. Mm-hmm. Did you know they released it overseas? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, we're, we're, I'm getting messages from fucking Brazil. I'm getting messages from we're fucking huge in South America. And I'm what? like, how is this still rolling? I'm like, well, I was told we didn't get renewed. And then all of a sudden, like, I've got, you know, messages in Portuguese. I'm like, um, uh, can you can you translate in English? Because I don't know what you just said. <laughs> dude, it's funny. It's funny. It's and, you know, I got a lot of shit for that show, too, because people are like, this bullshit. This isn't like, bro, it's television. And if it, you yeah. shoot, if you shot a sniper rifle out of a car, it doesn't yeah. blow up. It doesn't. <laughs> no. no, but we, we made sure it did. <laughs> yeah. there's there's one episode we did it was a flintlock uh, grenade launcher right like the pirates used to use and it was a real weapon right but they figured out it was too dangerous with like cannonballs so what they started doing was just lighting you know tar covered balls and shooting at sails that's what they used it for so what we did on the show is we painted the tennis ball black nice lit a fuse to it and nick shot it over this fake little ship yeah and people were like how did y'all get away with doing like explosives like that? I'm like, dude, it was a painted tennis ball. They had a pyrotechnics guy behind the ship that made yeah. it look like it blew up. <laughs> yeah, bro. Exa- we ha- we even said it. Like, yeah. I made sure on one of the videos, say, we put a t- bunch of tannerite and gasoline in there. Let's yeah. see. Oh, and they yeah. would cut those out, dude. Yeah. And they would cut- I'm like, I keep telling, I'm not telling the line person, bro. We all know the truth. And like yeah. my world of dudes are going to look at me like I'm full of shit, but I'm trying yeah. to do right by saying, look, the house is filled <laughs> with fucking explosives. Like, exactly. And, and so then it's CYA for me, right? Because like, yeah. they were like, you're full of shit. Like, no, dude, it's TV. But like, I can shoot a fucking round right through a house and it's not exciting. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. my mom is like, oh my God, Vinny, that was crazy. <laughs> the, the one that was weird and it was obvious it was a history versus discovery channel thing. The yeah. same week we did the blunderbuss. Bro, Phil, we did it. Y'all did the blunderbuss. I was and like, and they're really going to head to head with this thing. Yeah. And here's the crazy thing. Yeah. We filmed 10 episodes, and then as they got chose to air, they chose from which was, was the least boring to the most exciting. Yeah. Or kind of thing like that. Yeah. And by chance, we lined up blunt. I said, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. But I'm so far removed from this shit by now because I'm already like, fuck it. I'm on Mayans. I'm out of here, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever happens, I don't give a fuck. I'm on Mayans. I'm like, <laughs> like Fuck that show. I was so yeah. mad, dude. Was yeah. crazy. So I've even hit them up about, like, I would love to work on something with history. All right. You know, you know how TV is. Yeah, it would yeah. be interesting to jump on something different that yeah. made sense for me. Mail call or something. You know, I want to still be in the military space at times, but I just don't want to be in the military douchey fucking space that that show was turning into. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're they're making all the military guys just to be gun crazy, nothing else. Oh, gun, 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 gun stuff. Oh, it's yeah. like I I had this. We had this really cool idea for, and I've seen someone build it now, yeah. which is um, a bolt action M4. Yeah, a bolt yeah. action AR15. I think it's nice. Beautiful. I wanted to create one. Yeah. And they shut us down. They're like, nothing to do with an AR-15 right now. And I'm like, man, it's you guys, hard. you know, you guys' misconception of what it is 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 what's hurting the show. You know, yeah. and it was hurting things. 
whatever the case. But that's here nor there, Dave. What are you yeah. doing? What are you doing now, brother? I'm, I, I'm I'm fighting through the official shadow ban I figured out on social media. <laughs> oh shit! For what? So it, it was weird, right? With talking lead, I built that to about ten thousand followers on Instagram. With yeah. the former school I used to work for, we were pushing like fifteen, eighteen thousand. And right before the show, I kind of just did my own little personal Instagram, but I'd never worked it, never did anything with it. It was just yeah. for me to monitor shit. And uh, then the show hits. And with the plus threes and everything, we were getting 1.2, 1.4 million viewers a week, yeah. which is huge for, for uh, cable television. Yeah. And I kept looking at my Instagram, I wasn't growing. And so then me and Ashley, one of the co-hosts on the show, uh, we had Breach Bang Clear do a post. They were like oh, yeah. 100,000 people. He just posted a picture of me and her. And all he said was, go follow Zeke and Ashley now. That is all. She only gained nine followers. I lost four. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. And so then I really started growing, trying to grow it throughout the, the dates that the show was airing. Yeah. And it just wasn't happening. I'm like, this is freaking weird. And so then a buddy of mine, have you ever heard of McDojo Life? He posts yes. all the like fake martial arts guys. Yes, yes, yeah. He's, I think he's like at 250,000 followers or something like that. And he goes, dude, he goes, you've been shadow banned. I was like, how do I know if I do that? He goes, find a hashtag and use that hashtag for a bunch of posts. And then after you've used it for a while, go search that hashtag and see if your most recent post shows up. So I did that. It wasn't showing up. And I'm like, oh, my God. It was, it was just that. And you edit. think that's because of the gun conversation. Gun stuff. It was just like. I had talked to a few people about doing some movie stuff and TV stuff and they were excited about it and all that stuff was going on. And then I got a call one day and they're like, Hey man, you know, we just really don't know if they're going to want you to be in this part with this. I was like, well, why? And they were like, well, you got so much gun stuff on your social media. And I'm like, Dude, if they yeah, talk to a, me about the rest of my politics, it would probably align with a lot of what they say. It's a very, it's very one thing. Yeah, very, very touchy. And I would even tread on it lightly myself because of yeah, the fact that is. that you have to, in a sense, yeah. to play the game. I'd right. say that right. We yeah. have to play the game. Um, exactly. The powers that be like have way more control than we do about the <laughs> social media stuff, dude. Yeah. I've, I don't know if I've ever been shadow banned. My yeah. my social media grows. I know for about last year, at some point, it kind of slowed down a lot. But it, but I stopped trying to pay attention to it because it, like it, it eats me alive when I'm like, what the it fuck, does. you know? So I just like yeah. fuck, fuck. When social media controls me like that, fuck them. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But it's not fair also to be controlled because you like guns. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly. that blows my mind. It, it, it's weird, man. It, it, I even had a conversation with one of our execs uh, from Discovery, and they were like, you know, they are 15, this, this, this. And I kind of looked at him. I was like, you see the beard. You hear the little country accent. I'm originally from Texas. I've lived most of my life in Tennessee. Yeah. You see the tattoos, and you know I'm a gun guy. I bet you assume that, you know, I'm just this crazy, you know, extremist yeah. gun guy. And he was like, well, I was like, you're wrong, man. If you ask me questions about everything else, we would probably align on a lot of stuff. Yeah. And but it's that one issue that's that sticking point with a lot of people. And it's weird because I think the conversation is their lack of information and their lack of willingness to understand or learn it yeah. is yeah. what it w is what raises a lot of the fear. I think it's a lot of fear is what it is. They think like, wow, that's I'm I'm more afraid of people with guns that don't train. Exactly. Right. That's my exactly. big thing. I tell people, yeah. I'm like, look, 
go out and buy a gun. Uh, okay, but I hope you're also training with this fucking gun because and like, your, and your concealed carry course does not count. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's yeah. the thing. Is like, yeah. there's a big difference between like, yeah, I got a gun. Like, do you like? Because I see how you treat it. I see how you carry it. Like, I <laughs> teak up in it, <laughs> bro. <laughs> so it's this thing. Like, even my own brother, he got he got the call. Right? He goes, hey, bro, yeah. I got this new gun. I'm like, oh, cool. Boom, calls him. I said, dude. Yeah. Nothing's worse than a dude with a gun who doesn't train. Yes. And he goes, I get it. I get it. I said, I'm, I'm serious, bro. I said, I'll, I'll fucking pay for classes. I'll find a dude that I trust out there in Arizona. And he's got a good buddy that works in the fire yeah. department that's taking care of him. They want, they own uh, AZ guns and out there. But it's like, you cannot be my brother without me fucking telling you, like, go yeah. train. Because yeah. The worst people are the ones that just buy the gun. Be like, dude, I got all these guns. Yeah, but you shoot like a fucking idiot. Now you're, you're now you're the liability in the room, yeah. dude. Yeah, but it's it's wild because I'll, I'll never forget the the first defensive firearms course I took outside of the concealed carry course was yeah. with two two SF guys. Uh, one was twentieth group. And now the other ones was SOCOM. Do they have a course a school? They started, they were, they were going to, but then they kind of yeah. like squashed the whole thing. We were yeah, like, cause, it's, cause it's saturated yeah. as fuck market yeah. right now, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so all of a sudden it's like, we're, we're getting these pointers and stuff. And I'm like, Oh my God, I would have died. Like if I ever would have got, because in the concealed court, carry course, you're in a stall at a range standing still. You're taking the magazine out and laying it down gingerly and picking another one yeah. up. It's and the it's most like, controlled environment you're ever oh, going to yeah. have. I know nothing about the concealment versus cover. I knew nothing about yeah. moving while reloading. Well, yeah, yeah so I mean, you're, you're in the Air Force. Yeah. Let's, let me update yeah. some of the listeners. You're yeah. in the Air Force for a short amount of time. You got injured. Very short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, but you, you enlisted. Which, well, yeah. I want to make sure you know that how much yeah, I do yeah. appreciate the, the attempt and the effort. Right? Yeah. That's, that's still that. huge. That's... There's a lot of people out there don't don't even make that effort. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of people that people don't realize get injured. And yeah. it's okay. If you get removed from the military for injuries, yeah. that's out of your fucking grasp. You can't yeah. do nothing about it. So it I appreciate weird I appreciate that you even took that effort, man. Thank Seriously. You, man. Yeah. It's like on paper, I'm a veteran, right? I've got in the in the guard, you get a it's not a DD two fourteen, but you have a DD two fourteen, but then you have this other paperwork. Yeah, the other paper's called it's another another bunch of numbers <laughs> yeah <laughs> and letters um but it, it's weird because on paper i'm i'm a veteran because i swore in the end of january of 20 2009 but i never went to basic until uh november or no late october well we still once you swear in you sign your contract you still got to go to guard duty every weekend every other weekend. yes you're still in your drill yes but because we hadn't gone to training but all you're we were allowed to do is private yeah. yeah so it's like oh my god so for almost a year you know that's all i did then i go to training and i was like one of the sick fuckers that loved it because i'm 33 yeah. years old at the time i was doing triathlons <laughs> my ex-wife who was my wife at the time the drill instructors didn't hold a candle to her <laughs> Yeah, it's like they're sitting there, blah blah blah. And I'm just like, y'all are easy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, keep the military bearing and everything. That's so, how I was. Yeah, yeah like, my dad, my dad was worse. What, what was wild is I was five years older than the oldest drill instructor we had. Oh shit! So yeah. you, dude, you took all the heat. 
Oh yeah. It was from the first day I was the dorm chief, you know, all this other stuff. That's so funny. But, but about the third or fourth week, they started calling me into their office. It's like, stop, get in here. I'm like running there. And they're like, all right, dude, this weekend, we want to take the weekend off. We need you to do this, this, and this. I was like, all right, got it. Cool. You know? And then I yeah. go back out and they just wanted me to be them when they weren't there. Yeah. They, they need a daddy in there so they can watch yeah. the kids so they can go take home with their families and shit. People don't realize it. it it's, exactly. I don't know about the Air Force. I'm pretty sure the Air Force is built very similar to my basic training as, an, as a drill sergeant for the Army. But, mm-hmm. dude, during cycle, you're fucking busy, and you don't get yeah. a lot of time with your family. And so those weekends are actually pretty important for your families. And, yeah. and sometimes you don't even get weekends. And so anytime you get that chance, it comes up to the training. You're like, yeah. hey, big hey, big guys, get over here. Boom, boom, boom. I trust you motherfuckers. Don't fuck around. I'm going home for six hours, motherfuckers. Yeah. Six hours. Give me that. You know what I mean? So funny story. Apparently, and they this could have you know how sometimes they'll tell you bullshit just to hype you up. Yeah. Apparently, no flight had been left alone on their first weekend outside of zero week ever at Lackland because the way I because I asked I asked them one day when they made me door chief I was like what do you want me to do and they're yeah. like be us okay I turned around and I was tearing these kids asses up <laughs> I was just like this is fun. <laughs> And I'm screaming. And then the first weekend we were there after zero week, they left us alone. <laughs> and when, when I was getting separated, cause uh, it was the seventh week uh, when I got hurt and they were like, dude, I don't know what we're going to do. Like we've never been able to leave anybody alone on the first weekend. you had these guys squared away, you know, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Uh, and I was like, Oh shit. But it was cool because I've actually stayed in touch with some of those guys. Those That's cool. Guys. Yeah. But um, what's wild, you being a drill instructor, I didn't know that. Yeah. Y'all are like psychologists. Y'all know every way to break every type of personality type. And with me, the yelling didn't work. I held military bearing with the jokes. Yeah. Every, every, the physical fitness stuff didn't work. And about the three and a half weeks in, I'll never forget it. All of a sudden, they're like, all right, you got EC duty tonight. Okay. So I did it. Next night. Yeah, we're going to have you have EC duty again. I'm like, what? And for people who don't know, it's entry control. You stay up all night watching the door. and then you yeah, It's like staff duty for us. Staff duty or yeah. CQ. Yeah. So, you know, I, that, it happened two nights in a row. Then third night. At this point, I had two hours of sleep in three days. <laughs> and I'll never forget, the, the only place that was private in the dorm is you walk around the corner where these benches were, where the showers were. I walked around, I sat down and I lost it. I just started bawling like a fucking baby. (laughs) I'm like, what is wrong? I'm not sad. I'm not angry. I'm just crying. And I like, I was broken. Just exhausted. And the next day at PT that morning, they start building me up. And I'm like, so when that, that little meeting we had where they're like, you know, man, we appreciate everything you did. We got to let you go. I asked them, I was like, how did y'all know? I was like, nobody saw me cry. Nobody saw me break down. He's like, dude, that next morning we saw it in your face. Yeah. And we knew that we can start building you back up. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's interesting, God. man, because yeah. they don't really, they don't teach you any of that in, in your, you know, drill sergeant school. They don't teach you psychology of it all. They oh, just they don't. No, dude. Like, it's just like not a, in the army one, but yeah. it's like you, you learn things from like, superiors you know what i mean you learn things from other drill sergeants and you learn shit that you don't want to do to privacy there's some shitty yeah. fucking drill sergeants out there that that are that are that power fucking mongers they just want the power yeah. and they just want to crush your soul and it makes them feel good it makes their dick feel big but but <laughs> it's and, and i'm being yeah. serious right yeah. and those are, those are shitty drill sergeants man because yeah. they don't realize what they're actually doing you're training soldiers and airmen and marines and and you know and seamen to to go to war 
right? Yeah. Like we're training him for the fight. And so if you don't have, if you don't treat with that respect, yeah, you're fucking not doing your job, you know, but yeah. there's definitely times where guys, you had to, you had to fucking find a way to break them down to like yeah. fucking, all right, dude, knock the walls down and let us in. Yeah. Let us, let us teach you how to be a fucking soldier. You know yeah. what I mean? And, Everyone's different, dude. I tell people that all the time. I, yeah. I learned that in ranger school. As a, oh, yeah. being in ranger school with fucking my platoon, and you have your little squad, right? You start off with a squad. It's like a team that goes squad and platoon. Yeah. How the fuck do you motivate all these motherfuckers that are tired and hungry yeah. and broke to fucking yeah. complete a mission for my grade? Like yeah. they gotta like me to fucking work hard for me. Right. You know? And so you gotta find a way to to kind of break everyone down in yeah. some aspect, mentally yeah. understand them whether. Dude, there was this officer, I swear to you, bro. I picked him up off the ground. I slammed him. I picked him up. I shook him. And I said, I swear to you, I'm going to fuck you up if you don't fucking stay the fuck awake. And the dude yeah. stayed awake. And he never was mad. He needed that, yeah. bro. He needed yeah. that, right? And then one yeah. of my ranger buddies is like, hey, dog, you got me. I got you. I, I don't have to worry about you. I'm going to go deal yeah. with these other motherfuckers. He's like, you got it. You know what I mean? And so yeah. Yeah, yeah. once you know how everyone ticks and what what it takes for them to just be motivated for that moment, sure, bro, it's a fucking win. Yeah. And I used to do this for my, that's what I, as soon as I got all my soldiers, I was like watching them all like, fuck, I got to figure these guys out because I want them all to find success. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That becomes a really hard task in this drill. So if you give a fuck, right. Some yeah, don't exactly. even give a fuck. Right. Well, and you know, it's funny, kind of a call back to the TV show stuff is how the network, like, like I said, on paper, I'm a veteran, but I never, you know, I ne never try to get benefits from it or like discounts or anything like that, just because in my mind, and I know a lot of people have said, Hey dude, you signed up, you swore in, you, you, you tried. It's your prerogative, right? How right. You but, but I don't feel, because I know people like you and Nick and Jim mm -hmm. and all these people, I'm like, I'm not going to claim that. You know, I didn't, mm -hmm. I, I tried, but I didn't do the level and stuff like that. But this, the network was like, Hey, can we talk about the air force? I was like, no. And they're like, well, why not? You know, you got paperwork. It was honorable discharge. I was like, dude, I was like my one year in the air guard in two years on a TV show becomes Zeke was in the air force for four years. And then yeah. a year later, Zeke was rescue. And then he was tack P and then he was attached to a seal regiment. And, you know, all this stuff starts happening. I'm like, then all of a sudden I don't pay attention and oh, stolen valor. I'm like, Whoa, what the, Bro, they, they, I was like, you don't want to do that. They had me as war hero. Yeah. Army Ranger. I'm like, bitch, you are not going to call me a fucking war hero. That is like the yeah. weirdest shit, dog. Yeah. I don't see a war hero. I I think even Medal of Honor recipients would be uncomfortable being, being called a war hero. You know what I'm saying? And I'm fucking nowhere near that shit, dude. So like when they yeah. said war hero, I'm like, yo, dude, you guys got to watch what you do. You're going to fucking really fuck up my career by right. calling me some shit that I never said. I'm a right. fucking army ranger, bro. That is all I ever claimed. Three combat deployments. All the, you know what I mean? That's I'm an infantry. Um, that's it. That's all yeah. you get. You know what I mean? Yeah. They want to embellish it to sound yeah. this fucking prettier. And you're like, don't do that, dude. Like you're going to fuck with my world. And that's not a place that's forgiving when you start saying some random ass shit. Yeah. Well, I told them they were like, well, what if we put it in your bio? I was like, you put it in my bio. I want a document that I told you this, what will happen. Yeah. That way, when it comes back to me that Zeke's going around saying he was tack P and all this other shit, I can say, nope. I said that started because they wanted to talk about, you mm -hmm. know, my one year in the air guard and I never claimed any of this stuff. The closest thing that <laughs> actually it was the first time I ever hang out, hung out with Jim Irwin. The closest thing I ever came to like being a part of that community, <laughs> we were at NRA and we got invited to the cigar uh, brandy party, right? Nice. 
And it was me, Jim Irwin, who, of course, is Delta, uh, two SEALs, an NFL player, and I think it was another Army Ranger. I don't remember who it was. <laughs> but we're all lined up, and these congressmen are walking by, right? And there's the two SEALs, me, Jim, and then the NFL player, a couple other people. And they're shaking hands. I didn't know, like, the terminology of, like, the special operations community or whatever. So they're talking to them. The congressman gets to me. He's like, hey, man. Uh, what team were you on? I was like, ah, I played a little college basketball. And dude, the guys <laughs> fell out. I'm looking around going, what's going on? They're like, dude, you're tattooed. You got a beard. You're tall. They think you're a seal. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not. That yeah, is that so funny. <laughs> I was like, I played weird. a little college basketball. And j- dude, Jim, <laughs> Jim has never let me li- live that down, man. It's uh, hilarious. I- I've had some beers with Jim before. He was a ranger first, then went, then went yep. Delta. Yeah, yeah. So he's a good dude. Um, dude, so we were talking about you. You did some yeah. training. You were doing some training with some some special forces dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and and how different it is shooting from inside a box to actually going out and doing some real shooting. Night and day. Yeah, that's. Night and day. I try to tell people that it's like think about it's a controlled environment when you're shooting in a box, and then yeah. it's like let me go hit the mitts uh, with, at a boxing gym. And then it's like, now go step in the ring and fight some dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a whole different world. Yeah, once you get punched in the face, everything changes. <laughs> everything changes. So, dude, so now what are you working on? And, and so, you guys became, and your company now has become yeah. uh, a sponsor of my podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm super excited about, dude, and I appreciate you guys even giving me a chance. Yeah, absolutely, man. So I'm the chief marketing officer, director, and part owner of Modern Gun School now. That's so. Before the TV show, I was uh, executive vice president of a different online gunsmithing college. So mm-hmm. I know the ins and outs of it. Spent eight months away from it. I went into the motorcycle industry for a little while. Um, but I, I just had the itch. Like, I wanted to get back into it. And yeah. I reached out to Modern Gun School. We negotiated some stuff. And now I'm rocking it out with them. And then we've got another sister school called Blackstone Career Institute, where we've got, like, paralegal and allied nice. health stuff, all that stuff uh, going on. But we're it's a distance learning gunsmithing program uh so that we've got we send out tools you get to keep the tools you get these so i can do it all from home yeah all from home you can oh shit oh yeah i mean like the hands-on projects are pretty intensive like they're stock finishing precision filing silver soldering hand tool fabrication you fabricate your own hand tools and then you turn in pictures and stuff and we grade it based off that um it's it's at your own pace too i mean you have up to two years to complete it but if you know your stuff and you're pushing through it you can do it in six months to a year no shit yeah so and and the and the and the the gi bill covers this Mm -hmm. yeah uh gi bill and va so the 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 the, the, what they call it the the voc rehab program do they cover that yeah, yeah. that's what it is. That gets that's something I, st- I still have the Vogue rehab and I'm trying to figure out, I tried to do barbering, but I have this fucked up back and, and, and so they denied that. Yeah. So now I'm trying to see if they'll cover um, music producing. Nice. Or, or yeah. like, or, or film editing, something in the film music world that I'm like fucking having fun in. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Just so that's what I'm thinking of trying to go to school and do something. I mean, I'm so busy. I don't know how, but I need a distance learning kind of concept so I can do, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, love to do some kind of editing film or something like that. But like now you got me curious about this. I mean, that's kind of cool to be a gunsmithing. 
It's, it's really a fun course because you'll learn some of the history of different things. You'll learn like we're working we legally because we're accredited. Yeah. Can't talk about courses that we're working on specifically, but we're working on some stuff that will help on the customization side. Good. Yeah. All um, kinds of stuff. Yeah. Because that's a huge market now. I mean, gunsmithing is a dying art in general. Well, you know, you know there is, as a, as a gun owner, buyer, and, and having friends that have shops, it's like there is yeah. no money in buying guns. It's the right. money's in everything else you do to the gun. Exactly. All the mods. Yeah. I mean, coating, stippling, yeah. all this stuff. Trigger pressuring, uh, exactly. sights, freaking slings, freaking, yeah. you know, like everything else besides <laughs> the actual rifle or whatever you're yep. buying. My, my, my fucking Glock is hooked up. I, I went to um, Agency Arms. It's a buddy yeah. of mine. Yeah, yeah. I got the thing hooked up, and that thing is the dopest thing ever, bro. Yeah. I can't even recognize the original gun. I didn't give yeah. a shit with it. I want to see what it looks yeah. like. Now, you know what I mean? And now it's, it's badass, dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, a buddy of mine that's doing uh, personal protection for a friend of mine, he's got an agency that he just got, and it's badass. I'm like, wow. Yeah, dude. There's, there, I mean, there's like six or seven companies out there that do very similar work, but it's like, I, I just, agency arms is what I use. I don't like it, but yeah. um, there's, I mean, there's, there's pros and cons to everything, but I, I oh, love yeah. them. I love yeah. them. What they do, yeah. the people who own their company, they've been good to me. Yeah. And fuck dude. It's like, it's like transformers for guns, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. where the money is. Dude. And if you guys are building courses that are going to teach people potentially stuff like this, like that's where yeah. it's at, dude. That's, yeah. I have a guy, I have a guy uh, doing Cerakote to my rifle right now. Well, and old school gunsmiths, they would basically, the reason they were called gunsmiths, they would smith their own parts. That's dead. You can go on brownells.com and order any part you need for any Anything. gun in the world. And you know, so leading new parts, it's, it's all there. Yeah. So people are having to pivot just like businesses are pivoting with this whole quarantine thing. And they're pivoting as gunsmiths to be more customization guys, you know, make stuff more, you know, accurizing or stippling, any of that stuff. Yeah. Like a mu- yeah. And that's where it's going. And then you say it's credited for maybe someone doesn't understand it. That means that like legit college credits for it and certifications. Yeah. yeah so in the past, there used to be correspondent schools where it's like, oh, get your degree or certificate in this. And as the education department started seeing where, you know, basically you're like two plus two is four. Good job. Here's your degree. Yeah. They didn't yeah. learn anything, you know, so they started cracking down on that. And there's still those out there. But if you get accredited, you have an accrediting body that comes in and looks at all your curriculum, make sure it's legit. We have an advisory council that we have to have of guns nice. and manufacturers where they look at everything. If we're doing changes, we always run that stuff through them. So it's yeah. very it's legit stuff that they're learning. There's as I'm going through it, there's a few things I, I'm like, all right, we'll pull it. We're pulling out the, the BB gun, uh, uh, paragraph there. That's just, we're going to go, you know, we're going to take out the slingshot. Yeah. We, you know, <laughs> some things you can't really consider firearms, but it looks like a gun. No, no, <laughs> but cool. you know, so it's, it's looking at different things constantly. It's a constantly fluid changing market so yeah. we have to be on top of it all the time and the crediting body you know we get we have this site visit and they go through everything with a fine tooth comb to make sure it's legit and do you guys uh, have an actual brick and mortar location uh just our offices there's yeah. not like a school that people go to right now long term i want that i want to get to the point where we have the online course yeah. but then if somebody wants to come and have more hands-on 
then we'll have that brick and mortar. Uh, one thing that I am working on standing up now is like an apprenticeship program. Oh, cool. So our graduates, we're going to partner with a bunch of manufacturers, a bunch of shops, a bunch of customizing people all over the country. So our graduates or even people that are in the final stages of their course can link up with these people, go do a couple of weeks with them, apprenticeship, get that hands-on that they're looking for outside of our hands-on project yeah. and then get some experience and you know, references and possibly even a job if the company likes it. Yeah. Well, let me know if you have anyone in that's in the school that's getting close to that in the Utah yeah. space. Cause I have a lot of, yeah, absolutely. Here. I would love to try and get them out. I know a couple guys are doing some cool stuff. So absolutely. Hell yeah, dude. So what does someone go right now? If they, if one of you guys listening is like, you know what? I want to check this out. I want to look into it. Where do they go? They go to mgs.edu or they can go to any of the social medias and type in modern gun school. And then if they're interested in like the allied health and paralegal stuff, it's just blackstone.edu. So later, um, shoot me a text with all those links. Cause I'm going to yeah, put yeah. them onto this, this podcast, man. Yeah, I'll do it, man. Well, dude, it's freaking great to fucking catch yeah. up with you, man. So Absolutely. any plans for film and television anymore? I, I want to. I did hear a little rumor about uh, your little franchise where they might be coming out with a, uh, you know, Jax's Kids Grown Up series spinoff. So. It's, it's a little <laughs> weird right now because Kurt yeah. got fired. And so, wow. yeah, yeah. Wow. So I don't know where that's yeah. going to go. And you're six foot, aren't you like six foot five? Six, seven. <laughs> six, seven. That's going to make life hard for you. As it a is, dude. It, I, and I mean, I, I try and tell people this. Like I have another buddy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jeff Bosley. Yeah. Jeff Bosley. Yeah. He's, he's a special forces guy, ex-special forces dude, six foot five, six foot six. Yeah. And he's having a hell of a time trying yeah. trying to find work i mean he gets this work and he's he's trained he's he's got everything you can think of man but the dude is also six foot fucking five yeah and in the casting room it's like okay the lead actor is five foot seven yep <laughs> it's just isn't gonna work out with the guy who's six foot seven dude. it just doesn't work so one of the coolest moments slash slammed me into the ground with my face was the casting company took my audition for master of arms and took a headshot and sent it to a movie company or a production company, whatever it was. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this guy's great. And then they're like, cool. How tall is he? Six, seven. Oh. <laughs> Dude, it's-, so it's, it's like I can be the guy that beats up the good guy in every movie, you know, yeah. and then ends up killing me somehow. I'd be willing to do that stuff. But it's, it's an interesting dynamic. And it actually led to me starting a script uh, where it's like, you know, all these big guys that are stuntmen, you know, like, that's, great idea. that's you a know, fucking great idea to write the script. We, that makes sense. Yeah, where we're like the big guys, we always want to be in the movies, be yeah. the characters. And then something happens where all these short guys, you know, turn out to be pansies or whatever. And we're like, we'll, we'll handle the shit. And then it kind of becomes this action movie where, you know, somebody like Tom Cruise or some short actor is the bad guy, right? Yeah. And it's all these big giant guys are like, dude. It's a genius way. Like people don't think like that. I love the fact that you thought like that. Like there's no better way. Like, look, if if you're having trouble this way, do it that another way. It's like, look, you're having trouble getting anything because you're six, seven. We'll write a fucking script where everyone's six, seven. Yeah, exactly. Boom, bitch. Now we're all in. You know what I mean? Like that's, I've been, I've been working on scripts for myself, for my own acting and trying to show the range because I get offered a lot of bad guy shit. Right. And I don't take a lot of bad guy shit because I'm like, that's not the goal here. Right. Because when you start seeing me as Danny Trejo, everyone's going to see me as Danny Trejo. And I don't want to be Danny Trejo. Right. 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 Love the dude. 
Yeah. I want to show acting range. Yeah. And I recently took a role that I, they took a chance. They're like, hey, man, would you want to do this? I'm like, fuck yes, let's go. And it's this really beautiful role. It's on a, in a movie that we're hopefully going to release in December. I'm an executive producer on this thing. Nice. And you show, it shows sides of me as an actor that no one gets to see in my yes. And so yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. finally, I get to play a character <laughs> that doesn't look like the freaking asshole in the room all the time. And yeah. so, and that's what I've been working on the script as well for myself to be like, let me show you the range of an actor that I, that I am or that yeah. I can be that no one gives me the opportunity because yeah. I look the way I look. Well, and it's funny, like I binge watched season two uh, a couple of weeks ago of the Mayans. <laughs> Dude, you got shot. You got stabbed. Didn't you like almost get blown up? I'm like, damn. But it's funny because like I watch some of the comments on whether it's your social media or other stuff about the Mayans and you're almost kind of becoming this Daryl from Walking Dead where it's like you can't kill off Rocco. You you can't do it. It's it's like you're you're like you have this badass look, but then you have that soft side in the show and people are like, Oh no, he's cool. You can't kill him off. <laughs> yeah. well, you know, I'm trying to tell them the same. I'm trying to tell yeah. the network the same. You can't yeah. kill me. <laughs> yeah. I got kids. God damn it. Yeah, exactly. No, man. Um, you know, they see me putting in the work. They see me putting in the work and I hope, you know, it's really playing the game as well as just being professional and, and paying respects to it. Like I'm just sitting back when they believe it's time for me to have a bigger part. Cool. If they yeah. think I should just stay this way for a couple of years. Cool. Like yeah. I'm, I'm blessed to be a part of just such a cool show. Yeah. I'm learning every day I'm on set. I'm, I'm soaking in everything I can to, to take with me in the future of my career. And that's just the only approach I can have. Cause if I was trying to big league and be this big Hollywood guy, I could be pissed off. Like some people would, yeah. Fuck no, dude. Every day I'm like, I love my job, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so exactly. I just would I hope that when I do get the opportunity that I can I can show up to be the actor that they would expect me to be. And I can yeah. fucking hopefully, you know, I guess there's a little bit of weight on my shoulders in my head that I put for myself. Yeah. That the veteran community is kind of watching and, and waiting for me to do something more than just be the big scary dude and actually yeah. see some acting. And I think yeah. once that happens, I think a lot of people, it'll open the door for a lot more veterans to attempt acting. And I think yeah. they should. I think it's a, yeah. it's a healthy route. I want to start teaching acting. Is I, I want to start teaching acting, but I feel like there's so much more in acting that I'm learning. Yeah. But I do want to get guys their foot in the door to learning. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. So. It was, and my favorite thing that you've done that I've seen, and I saw it on accident, is I'm sitting in the theater about to watch a movie, and you pop up on a park bench, and I was like, that's Rocco. And then, yeah. like, that conversation you have with the other guy, I was like, this is freaking brilliant. I Dead was like, parks. this is awesome. And I'm yeah. like, this was awesome. And I've only seen it once. Yeah, we have them on YouTube, good. but we're yeah. going to do, do more. I got a lot, man. There's a lot yeah. coming. Um, yeah. I would love to talk to you offline about some production stuff. I think that's a, yeah, a route that I think, I mean, look, if you're not getting roles as an actor, you can still create roles for other people and produce. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. We absolutely. should talk about something. Yeah, most cool. definitely. Well, brother, I appreciate your time, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, you I'm a more time. Yeah, Let's Modern Gun School. Modern MGS, Gun School. MGS.edu, Modern Gun School on all the uh, the social medias, and then Blackstone.edu and Blackstone Career Institute on all the social medias. Hell so yeah, it's, dude. It's fun, man. We're proud to uh, sponsor you. It's like one of the things I learned with the, my previous employer is – you know, print media, paying for Google ads, all this stuff, it doesn't work anymore, especially if you're trying to yeah. grow. 
it's like go to social media, go to podcasts, go to YouTube and hit those people up and be genuine. That's the biggest thing. It's like, if you can be genuine and connect, you'll, you'll win every single time. And so like, I'm sitting there scrambling, I'm going, Oh shoot. Rocco's got a podcast. I was like, that's yeah. We're going there first. We're going here. We're going to these YouTube channels and stuff like that. And it just makes sense. You know, I I think it'll help a lot, but we're proud to be sponsoring it now too. So fuck yeah, dude. Well, dude, you have a good day, man. Stay safe on this quarantine. Yeah. You too, man. All right. Appreciate it. Be safe. All right.